we don't understand that some people's cries for help aren't the cries for help that we would put out there. A cry for help might just be, hey, look, I had a really crappy day and I just need to tell somebody about it. I need to vent about it. I need to just get it out. Our cornerstone question is, is there anything about me, my character, or our relationship that's been bothering you lately that you wish didn't, but it still sort of does? Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself, and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was number... 963, you need to start standing up for yourself today. For episode number 964, it is Strategy Saturday. One powerful question that will help your relationship. I have said this a million times, Alan. Parks and Recreation, not only one of the best television shows ever of all time, it is personal development. And if you want to disagree with me, you've never seen it, but I will fight over the fact that it's personal development. And there's some really, really good lessons in that show. And I, I remember back in the day, I definitely talked about it a lot more because I was watching a lot more episodes probably than I should have been. But <laughs> there is this scene in that show, Parks and Rec, where there's a couple. So I don't even remember their names. I really should. But there's a, a man and a woman and the woman is pregnant. And the man s starts thinking to himself, okay, she's going through some issues and I know she's complaining about discomfort and you know there's certain things going on how do I fix the problem how do I fix the problem how do I fix the problem and he buys new pillows and he buys new sheets and he buys all sorts of different things buys new shoes for her and one of her friends says you know what sometimes you just got to let her say hey it sucks it sucks and when she starts telling you how she's feeling you got to say yeah that sucks I understand. That sucks. So the point of today's episode, the one powerful question that will help your relationship, do you want a strategy or do you want support? So Taryn was struggling the other day. She had a lot going on behind the scenes and she said, hey, babe, I'm just, I'm really overwhelmed. And my natural tendency is let me get out a pad of paper and let's figure out how to fix this. Let's fix this. But I have learned over the three years that we've been together, that's that's not always what she wants. So I said, okay, babe, do you want strategy or do you want support? And she said, honestly, I just need support. I just need to vent and talk about it for a minute. And the conversation went really well where oftentimes I would find myself trying to fix the problem. I think that's just who I am. I think that's just how I, I operate because for me, I'm a very quick action taker. If you give me the answer to something, I'll try to go implement it as soon as humanly possible. But I think that we don't understand that some people's cries for help aren't the cries for help that we would put out there. A cry for help might just be, hey, look, I had a really crappy day and I just need to tell somebody about it. I need to vent about it. I need to just get it out. 
I need to get it out of my mind and into the world and maybe it goes into your ears and that's the end of it. Maybe we have a deeper conversation based on, okay, what do I do next? But for some people, venting is just enough. Venting is enough. So imagine the next time or in the future when you're in a relationship where, and think about it, it goes both ways. Think about if you were to say to your partner, if you were to say to your parents, if you were to say to a coworker, hey, I'm really struggling with something right now. Can I talk to you about it? And they started trying to diagnose and fix your problems when maybe that's not what you want. Or they said, yeah, that really sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. But you were looking for more input and maybe some tactics. Understand that it's like that on both ends. The, the way that you react to somebody coming with a stressor or with a trigger is going to affect the way that conversation goes. And I know that, that is, this has really, really helped my relationship because I think I'm just a natural fixer. And Alan, I know you mentioned that as well, that sometimes you would naturally just say, okay, what do we do to fix it? But this question has been very, very impactful. And if you implement this in your relationships, I think it'll help a ton. I really do. I think there's another layer of this too, which is if you do want to go down the fix it road, sometimes it's not right now. Mm. Sometimes it's like, let's just vent and express this and then contemplate and let it percolate. And then maybe a couple of days from now, we can reconnect and figure out what to do about it. Because so, sometimes I think in the heat of the moment, you're expressing a truth and the suppression of self-expression leads to depression. You've heard me say that many times if you're a long-term listener. So sometimes you just want to express yourself. You just want to express your truth. You just got to get it out because otherwise it'll fester. Super important. And with Emilia and I, there have been times where she would express something or I would express something and then we would immediately go to diagnosing the root cause of the issue and then how to solve it. But sometimes it would be late at night and we don't even have the time nor the inclination to do that at that time because we should really be going to bed so that we can wake up tomorrow with fresh perspective and then maybe solve it then or maybe this weekend or whatever. So we have a whiteboard. We'll typically like write things down that we want to address later. Uh, there's like several things on the back burner. So the bottom left-hand corner is called the back burner. And then we've got this huge whiteboard where it's split into three sections. The far left is Alan. The middle is the we, which is our relationship. And the far right is Emilia. And we'll write the things. If it's my responsibility that we decide to put it under, we write it under my column. If it's for both of us to discuss or fix or optimize, it's under the middle column. And then the far right is her. And then we have a back burner. And there's one on the back burner, actually, that we had brought up and expressed and then we put it on the back burner because it was not the time to address it. And so it's really important to ask this question as well. We said we were going to give you one powerful question, but we're going to over-deliver. There's actually two, and it's very, very similar. Kev, Emilia and I do this all the time. The other night, I was going through a tough time with the team and trying to be a better leader and, and business and all this stuff. We're in the car outside the gym, and we're talking, and I was talking about some of my challenges, and she's like, how can I support you? She asks me that constantly, and I ask her that all the time. How can I support you? And we don't just say it to, like, say it. We actually want an answer. Like, And usually the answer is something along the lines of, honestly, just do what you're already doing. Or, I need some quiet time. Or, you know, will you, she'll say, will you rub my head later? I have a headache, or something like that. And so we actually want an answer. Or another one would be, um, would you be willing to grocery shop tonight? Or would you... Would you be willing to prep the food tonight or whatever it is? And so how can I support you? 
And what is your go-to question? That's what Kevin and I want you to contemplate. If you're listening or watching this and you're in a relationship, what's your go-to question? Are you going to, how can I support you? Do you have a go-to question? One last thing I'll share as well. I wrote this down. Emilia and I did an episode on the Conscious Couples podcast on what we refer to as our cornerstone question. So every relationship, I believe, should have a cornerstone question. Maybe Kevin's is that. That probably sounds like it is. I don't know if it is or not. But our cornerstone question is, is there anything about me, my character, or our relationship that's been bothering you lately that you wish didn't, but it still sort of does? On the last episode, I talked about Emilia's alarm going off when I'm in the middle of writing my book when she was still sleeping and how that did bother me. We've gotten in the habit of sharing those little things along the way and de-weeding the garden to make sure that the garden can flourish, and that's our cornerstone question. So whether it's how can I support you, or do you want support or a strategy, or that question I just mentioned, the key is do you and your partner have a question that's your go-to to try to make sure you're on the same page? I just wanted to take a quick second and give a shout out and a huge thank you to Next Level Podcasting Solutions, Kevin and his team. They have been incredible to work with, very flexible on the spot with any questions that I have or any concerns that I have. When I first started out my podcast, I was doing everything on my own. I have no editing background. I have no podcasting background. I knew nothing about it. And so I was bootstrapping all of this myself while I was still trying to take on my role as a full-time mom. And once I met up with Kevin and we had these discussions and I got on board with adding an editing team, oh my goodness, it just lifted this weight off of me. It lifted my time that I was spending doing my editing. And in the beginning, full transparency, when I was editing just my individual recordings, it was a little more manageable, not super manageable. And then when I started doing my interviews for the podcast, it was hours upon hours of me doing the editing that didn't include any of the promotional material that I am now getting from Kevin and his team. It wouldn't have been sustainable. I would not have been able to keep up with that. So I recommend Kevin and his team. They have done wonderful work in helping me grow my podcast. I have really enjoyed working with the editing team and it definitely feels like more of a team environment versus me hiring them to do a specific job. I mean, we all work collaboratively on the projects that I have and I have these crazy ideas sometimes and they come up with a solution to fit my needs. I, I can't recommend them enough. I really enjoyed working with them. Kevin and the Next Level Podcasting Solutions, thank you so much for the work that you have done in the past and are continuing to do for me. I'm growing this community and growing this platform with a beautiful team that is working for me and with me to see my vision and help that come to life. So thank you again so much. I really appreciate you guys. Taryn and I, she heard this on a podcast or something. I don't know if it was a podcast or she read it in a book, but whatever she, wherever she learned this, they said, anytime you have something that comes up that's bothering you, all you have to do, and you can practice this, is say, I have a hedgehog. A hedgehog mm -hmm. is just like, I have a little bit of a problem. It's just because hedgehogs are cute right? It's, it's way cuter than saying I have a problem. And that's one thing that's really, really helped us is, do you, do you have any hedgehogs? Are there any hedgehogs that you're holding on to right now? And it's just an, it's an easy way to say like, yeah, you know, 
this has been bothering me a little bit. I said it the other day. Uh, we were talking about something, and I said, hey, I have a little bit of a hedgehog. Sometimes when you're running around and you're trying to get out of here, like to go to a meeting or whatever it is, and you're you're a little bit late, sometimes you just leave your your um, straightening iron out. You leave the the cabinet open, whatever it may be. I said it's not a huge deal, but sometimes I get nervous that the cats are going to climb into the cabinet and start drinking our cologne or something. They're wild. They they do whatever they want. So I said that's just a little bit of a it's just a little hedgehog I have. And she said, Oh my god, okay, totally understand. Didn't realize that. Sometimes I forget. Great, great conversation. And then, you know, it's on to the next thing. But I think that to Alan's point, people aren't always ready to talk about stuff yet because they haven't processed it. Yeah, they haven't exactly. processed it, you know, and, and that's what they want to do. They want to process it together because maybe they've been processing it alone and they're not getting anywhere. And how many times have you had or heard somebody say to you, yeah, I just now it makes more sense. I needed to say it out loud. Now, yeah, I'm, I'm good now. I just needed to say it out loud. Oftentimes it comes out different. I mean, I, the Parks and Rec story was very different in my brain than it was when I said it into the microphone. It was better in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I hope so. I'm kidding. Yeah, no, it was. It's like, I should probably, I love this show so much, I can't even remember the freaking characters' names. <laughs> Leslie and Ron, I know them. Other than that, yeah, it's not good. But that really is it. Are you asking questions in your relationship and are you taking the answers and actually running with them and then using them to strengthen the relationship? The communication piece, that's all it is. This is helping you communicate at a deeper level, at another layer. And when you get deeper and deeper and deeper, that's when you can have really, really impactful, powerful conversations. But it all is based on the foundation of how you're talking, what you're talking about, and how you are delivering the questions that you're asking. Anything in closing, Jeffrey? Anything in closing, one, one. The, only, the only last thing that I have is that sometimes if you do start to go into fix-it mode, if you want to um, express that that's not actually what you want, just have the courage to do that. Emilia will sometimes, I'll say, well, do you want to talk about this? And, and, and she'll say, honestly, I'm still processing it. Because a lot of times I'll say, are you okay? Is something wrong? Because I can always tell. You can tell when your partner's off. You know them you know, very well. And you can always tell when something's off and occasionally I'll get insecure and think it's about us when it's not, it has nothing to do with us. And sometimes it does. There have been times where I've said, are, are we good? Um, and she'll be like, ah, I don't think so. I'm still processing through it. And I'll say, does it have to do with us? And she's like, I'm not sure yet. She'll literally say, I'm not even sure yet. She just needs to unpack it, figure it out. Cause we're human. We get triggered. We're not sure. So the communication piece is really everything. And you know, Emilia and I podcasting now, I think we're on our 15th episode coming up, 14th, and doing hundreds of hours, I didn't realize this, but we're well over 100 now of relationship talks, coaching calls with couples all over the world, and you just start to notice, like, communication is everything. I remember way back in hyperconscious days, you and I asked, like, what's the most important thing in an intimate relationship? That episode, I don't know if it ever saw the light of day. Cause it didn't. I actually it was, was on high. The... <laughs> I, I got high before that episode because yeah, I was yeah. in the, very much the Joe Rogan phase. And again, anyway. nothing, against, nothing against doing that, but it's very hard to have life-changing quality conversations when you can't you you see things jumping across the room. It's probably not the best. It's not easy. Not to mention we were on my pool table. You remember that, man? I do. I do we had yeah. a little bit of lower standards back then. But Kevin said the most important thing for an intimate relationship was communication. And I, I said trust. And then we had a little rumble about that. But it was a beautiful thing. Because at the end of the day, if you don't communicate well, well, you won't have trust. And if you don't have trust, you won't communicate well. And so I think it was powerful. But I've really come to find out that 
if you don't communicate effectively with yourself and with your partner, you're in a lot of trouble. And maybe that's another episode we'll do another time. But um, this question will definitely help. What is your cornerstone question? What is your go-to question? Um, that's something to contemplate. Boom. Next level nation. We love you. We appreciate every single one of you. If you feel like you cannot be yourself in your intimate relationships, your personal relationships with your friends, with your family, and you feel like you need and want and finally are ready to be part of a next level community, please join our private Facebook group. It's completely free. It's totally private. We have found that there's people in there who they can actually post about what they're going through. They can actually comment in the way that they want to comment. They can show up as the most authentic versions of themselves because in that community, that's all we know them as. We know them as the next level version of themselves. So if you are finally ready to get into that private Facebook group where you can be you, click the link in the show notes. It'll take you right there. Welcome. We would love to have you. It's all listeners of this show. So everyone cares more about who you aspire to be than who you used to be. You can be your full authentic self, lean into your goals and dreams, be vulnerable. It's it's wonderful. Kevin and I have allowed zero disrespect. We've allowed zero bullying. As a matter of fact, we have blocked certain people and kicked them out because they were not being respectful. So you are safe in there. Before we go here, we are 46 days out as of today, but this is Saturday's episode, so... Uh, I don't know how many days, probably 40 days out from Father's Day. As you know, Kevin and I both grew up without fathers. We have something called the Next Level Hope Foundation that we are raising money for. We are currently at $385 toward our goal. Our goal is $500, and we're going to match up to 500 in donations. So when we hit the 500 mark, that means we're actually at 1,000 because Kevin and I are going to personally contribute $250 each, which is a total of 1,000 if we include your $500 donations. We are only $115 away from our $500 goal, and it's 46 days away, 20 kids, boys without fathers in the Worcester area, and uh, we're going to make a traditionally sad day for them into a really happy one. And we're going to get t-shirts that say the future is next level and we're going to take photos. And I already talked to Emilia about her being the photographer slash videographer. Kev is going to be on the phone with our, another videographer that's going to be there. So you'll see, you'll see where your funds are going. And if you do want to contribute, the link is in the show notes. And honestly, please don't contribute anonymously because I would love to know who is contributing. I think it's a beautiful thing to give. And if you really are insistent on doing it anonymously, I still appreciate the contributions. But we would love to know who who is contributing so that we can make sh- make sure we personally thank you. Next level nation tomorrow for episode number 965 a simple yet profound question. Are you jumping from distraction to anxiety? We're going to go through a little framework on a Sunday, nothing too crazy, but I know it's something that I have definitely experienced. I know Alan has and most humans have as well. So we're going to dive into that. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you to everybody who has donated and thank you in advance to everybody who joins Next Level Nation. At NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid, and Alan is at ALazarus88. Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes, and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow.